Welcome back to another episode of the Live Better podcast by Centric FCU. I'm your host and Centric's community partner coordinator, Carmen Gonzalez. I'm so excited that you're here. Every month we post a new episode where I'm joined by a guest to chat about finances and all things living better. Subscribe today so that you never miss an episode. Today, I am joined by Lauren Ferguson, who is Centric's Assistant Vice President of Compliance. Thank you so much for being with us today, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Um, Lauren, just tell us a little about yourself. Tell us about your family, you know, what, you know, growing up in the West Monroe, Monroe area has been like. Well, I've lived in West Monroe my entire life. Um, I'm married, been married for 11 years, have two kids, nine and seven. I started at Centric 15 years ago, supposed to be a part-time summer job, fell in love with the company and has stayed on. I feel like a lot of people have that happen. I remember when I first started, um, it was the summer after I graduated, not college, high school. And, um, you know, I met with the Rodney, who is now the president, was at the CFO and mm-hmm. he was like we like to get them young so we can grow them how we want them and I was like lol like I'm gonna go be a teacher and I ended up changing my degree so I could stay on and I've loved it ever since so um definitely a great place to work for anyone who is wondering how much we enjoy our jobs um so what different positions have you had at Centric I know you've done a lot. (laughs) Well, um, let's see. I started out part-time in the call center and helped out with member services. I've helped in accounting with our check processing. I have briefly helped in the IT department when they needed me. (laughs) Um, I was the executive assistant for a little while. I've helped with quality control. And then I moved into the compliance position when we created that department. And so for those who are listening are like, what in the world does compliance mean? Just give us a brief synopsis of exactly what that means to Centric. The way I explain it to my kids on what I do for my job, I'm the one that makes sure that they follow the rules. How, you know, you have people in the schools where the principal has to make sure they follow the rules. I'm like the assistant to that that says, okay, here's your rule book. Let's make sure we're (laughs) staying in the lines here. Um, It's just my job to make sure that we have policies in place and that we are covered and protecting our members and protecting the credit union. Um, That is actually part of the reason why I asked Lauren to join us today. So this month we have been talking about safety and planning for our futures and stuff. And I like to call Lauren our safety queen because she does (laughs) make sure that Centric is doing its part to protect our members, to protect ourselves as an institution. And on top of that, her husband is an EMT. Um, And so she kind of, I mean, she really does have that... um, you know, know all on what's the safety thing, I guess. <laughs> so what are some of like the top safety precautions you and your family take? Um, it can be, you know, just to keep your physical home property safe, safe or um, like financially. Well, like you said, my husband is a firefighter. Um, and so we have all the fire safety precautions at our <laughs> house. Our kids know the exits. Uh, safety precautions with like social media, we make sure that all of our passwords are dual encrypted that, you know, our kids, they do have video games and things like that. We they do have iPads, we make sure those stay locked down. So they can't access anything or talk to anyone that we haven't approved. Mm-hmm. Um, financially, we have, I'm, I'm an Excel queen. Um, <laughs> I love my Excel sheets. So we track everything and we have, um, you know, weekly conversations to make sure that everybody's on the same page with that. So we are prepared and, 
you know, we have all of that in place. So how did you start introducing for your kids? I feel like some people um, sometimes feel like it's kind of hard to make sure your kids are, um, you know, they're prepared for what kind of safety they need. So how did you have those conversations with your kids? On the finance? Finance and um, on the, you know, the whole like staying safe at home and all that stuff. Sometimes people can worry that's going to, you know, make their kids see the world a little darker than their innocence. Well, and okay, so I'm a worrier by nature. Um, they typically say, you know, a worrier marries someone who's not. And that is true in my, hus- <laughs> my husband's case. Um, we're very honest with our kids. We show them things around the house and, you know, like, this is what happens if you mess with this. This can harm you. This can damage our home. Um, and we've talked to them about, you know, if the house catches on fire, this is what you need to do. This is where you go. Or if someone, you know, breaks into your home, here's our safety neighbors who mm-hmm. know us, who have our information, who you go there. Or even if you're home with me and mom gets hurt and mm-hmm. you can't get me to wake up, my daughter knows even at seven to go to this neighbor to call 911. We do, we kept a landline in our home that way, even when our kids were toddlers, they could learn, you know, they could pick up the phone and call 911. Now they know passcodes to cell phones. Um, (laughs) So they're better prepared for that. Um, And, you know, we talked to him about finances and we've always been very honest with him about that. And my son's goal right now is to eventually buy a Lamborghini. So, you know, we showed him how much they cost and said, here's your savings account. You can look at it on that MyCentric app. And he knows how to get to the app and look at his savings account. Um, He's it's going to be a minute before he has enough saved up (laughs) for that. Um, But we're just very honest with them. And we we do it in a way, I hope, where it's not. We're not scaring you, but we want you to be Mm -hmm. prepared. So if we are out in public, you stay with mom and dad, you know, to stay safe. Yeah. And that's our job. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. Um, My parents, my mom has uh, said before, she's like, I feel like we might have, you know, worried that we shared too much. And I was like, I feel like I have this like upper hand as a young adult um, because my parents were very honest with me about money, about um, safety precautions. I mean, when my parents decided they wanted to buy a new home, we had a family meeting and we sat down and said, here's what, you know, this is what kind of planning we have to make. Um, and I really do think that helps. And so I know some people are sometimes nervous or try to keep that stuff because they don't think it's, you know, kid level, but you can talk to your kids on what level they're on to help them learn. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned cell phones and social media. So I wanted to ask you, I know your kids are pretty young. Um, but you know, what are some precautions or plans you have in right now for when they will get cell phones when they get social media, how to keep them safe? Well, um, they currently do have iPads and, uh, my son has a switch that he plays video games with his friends on um before we do anything like that we look at the parental features that we can lock down Mm -hmm. to say okay you don't get to go surf youtube without some restrictions in play um and then we also have those conversations with our kids on if for some reason an ad ever pops up that's not appropriate if you tell us about it Mm -hmm. we can address it if i find out about it you're done with it period um, my son is asking for a cell phone even at nine years old because he has friends that has them. Um, I told him he will get one when his dad and I got one, and that was when we started driving. So um, he's pretty bummed about that. But 
with social media, you know, I'm very hesitant to let my kids have it just because of the world we live in now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I want to keep them in that bubble a little longer. But we do have conversations with how, you know, people can say mean things and you need to know that what your worth is Mm -hmm. and to not take everything to heart. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's very important. I work with, you know, I work with our church's youth group and um, dealing with middle school and high school, seeing the difference in them. um, We have very real conversations with them about, A, the dangers, because I swear they just add anyone who wants to add them. Mm -hmm. Um, And being precautious with that, because they may think it's nothing, but that can very much so lead to. And also, anytime we get to talk to their parents, we're like, please do two things. One, make that self and me in your room at the end of the night when they're supposed to be in bed. Yes. So all of our kids' devices, we have an electronic cubby where when it's bedtime, the Chromebooks and the gaming systems and the iPads, none of that's in their bedroom Mm -hmm. when it's time for bed. Um just to limit. And we also put limits. So they only get so many hours a week. And once it's up, it's up. Um, <laughs> you know, you want to burn it all in one day. Okay. Yeah. You got to wait a week for it to come back on. Um, and they don't like it, but we we try to have that conversation and explain to them why. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's very much into, I want to know why. So we explain those things and he gets that. He's asked for certain apps where I'm like, baby, we can't lock it down. You know, we're not going to let you talk to strangers. Yeah. Just because the, the ID says they're a 12-year-old. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. So we don't know them. We don't talk to them. Yeah, we had a cop one time come talk to the parents of our youth. And he, with, as he was presenting, he made a fake profile that was like a young girl. And as he's presenting, you can see all these people popping up that are wanting to connect with her that are predators. And it's like, this is as easy as this gets. And so they're like, you know, be aware of what your kids are doing online. I don't care how old your kid is. I don't like until they're 18. They are your responsibility. So you get the right to check their phones. You get the right to see who they're talking to. Um, You know, if they have social media, I know somebody else at work here. She, her daughter has social media, but she has it also logged into her phone. And so at Mm -hmm. any point she can go on there and see who's talking to who, um, you know, what kind of stuff is she posting? Um, um, These kids are very smart and they can be very, Mm -hmm. very tricky. I mean, there's Finstas, which are like, um, you know, Instagrams that parents don't know about. Um, so definitely keeping aware of these things is very, very important. That's right. And we have instilled in our kids that at any given time, mom and dad are going to come pull up your iPad and see who you're texting. And, you know, we're going to read it. We're going to read everything. And mm-hmm. we're going to have those conversations. And we're going to have those conversations with your kids, your friends' parents. Yeah. So everybody's on the same page. Yeah, that's very important. Especially if your kids have like, you know, certain people who are their set friends, their set people have that relationship with those parents so that you can both be that sort of tag team. So when, you know, my kids at your house, or your kids at my house, we both know like what the rules are, how we're protecting each other. We're, you know, showing a support system that, you know, they can't be like, well, we'll just go to little Johnny's house and his parents will let us do whatever. That's right. I mean, as like I was saying, keeping that supportive front. And I also think keeping that supportive front with your spouse, um, again, kids are tricky and they know if they can get it around you and your spouse so having that plan um that also goes into not just cell phones social media it also goes into like what your financial plans are and how you are um 
you know, what safety plans are you having? You mentioned that typically a warrior and like a free spirit marry each other, um, which is just so ironic. But also I've always, you know, it's always been, there's always a saver and there's a spender. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure I know which one you are, <laughs> but, um, how, what are some ways that you and, um, Bo, her husband, um, how are some ways that y'all kind of help keep each other on track, keep your family on track on your budgets and getting to where you want to go financially? So Bo and I are, I guess, oddballs in this where we are both savers and spenders depending on the area of it. Um, we communicate. Um, like I mentioned, I love Excel. Uh, my budgeting spreadsheet is a beast. <laughs> but what it does, and I have it on um, the cloud, so I can access it from my phone. I can access it from my house. My husband can access it at any time. And it just shows a breakdown of, okay, well, this is where we're at in our budget for this week. Mm-hmm. And then this is where we're at for the month. This is what we spent. This is what we have left to cover And then this is what we're saving for. So when he's prepping for his Colorado hunting trip, I know, okay, this is what the cost is going to be. This is when it needs, those buckets need to be Mm -hmm. filled. And it's something that we can communicate and track together. So it's never a shock and awe of what do you mean you dropped a thousand dollars on this hunting piece of equipment that I don't think should cost a thousand dollars. Um, it's all about communication and it's not always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, cause even as much as you communicate with your spouse, there's still sometimes where, like I said, you know, he brings home a new bow and I'm like, that's not, that's not a need, but to him it's a need and it's been budgeted for, it's all about that communication. Um, just like when the Amazon boxes roll in, he's probably <laughs> like, those aren't needs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's all about that. Just we budget and, you know, we go, okay, well, we know Christmas is coming. Mm-hmm. This is where we're at. This is what we've put back for it. This is what we're wanting to spend. What do we have left to get there? Mm-hmm. And it's just having that transparency. And, you know, we show our kids that. When my kids call, um, my son plays Fortnite and the new battle pass just came out so he's of course mom what can i do to earn some money can mm-hmm. i have some money and i'm like sorry buddy it's not in the budget this week you know here's your budget this is what you've got yeah. left before you can earn it oh so maybe i can budget for it with my next week's chores i'm like absolutely like we try mm-hmm. to start doing that with them early yeah and having those conversations so when harder conversations come up about finances it's Mm-hmm. we're already aware of it. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, I love the, you know, <clears throat> I always tell people when we talk budgeting or anything, I feel like people think a budget means like I only get to buy the necessities and don't get to, you know, have any of my wants. It's like, no, you do just plan for it. Right. And that's what um, we've had some friends who were like, so y'all don't ever get to spend money. And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we do a lot of fun stuff. It's just let's plan for yeah. it. Um, and let's communicate that, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, well, no, we're not ever going to do anything. It's, <laughs> oh, hey, let's go to Dallas for the weekend to Great Wolf. Absolutely. Let's budget for it. Mm-hmm. So in a couple of weeks we can go. Yeah. Um, and it's just about that communication and, you know, finding out what works for you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's not about all the other people giving the 
input. It's between yeah, you two. Definitely. Finding what works for you and your spouse is huge. Um, but I think no matter if one of you is the one who's like completely in control of your finances and the other one just, you know, has to check in, make sure it's on the budget. Um, definitely keeping that communication line open is key in so many things. And I think also we've talked about this in a previous, pod- previous podcast, but um, if you can tackle the struggle of talking about money, which can be a huge struggle for some people, if you can talk, uh, tackle that and have that be an open line of communication with your spouse, other conversations are going to be 10 times easier because money and your financial situation can be one of the hardest ones you can have. It is. And it's, you've got to be prepared to sit down and go, okay, we're going to have a hard conversation today on this. Yeah. You know, are you the spender or the saver? And, (laughs) um, when we got engaged before we got married, we went through premarital counseling at our church. And one of the sessions was on finances Mm -hmm. and it taught us, okay, let's lay everything out on the table and see where we're at and what, who's bringing what into the relationship and how we're going to prepare for that. Yeah. Um, it definitely helps keeping those lines of communication open. Yeah. I'm going to switch this a little bit and turn to a little bit of writers. You probably want to retire or you have dreams of as Lauren's son wants to own a Lamborghini. Um, you know, maybe you have some dream where you want to own tons of land with a sweet little house on it, or you want to own a specific car. Um, plan ahead for those things. As we've been talking this whole time, plan ahead, communicate with whoever you're, you know, if you have a partner, if you have a spouse, communicate, 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 and make a plan. So I hope everyone's gotten some good information on that. We are experts on helping you figure out your financial goal, um, financial goals. We are experts on um, helping you with your credit. And again, as I always say, we have certified financial counselors. Almost half of our staff is that at this point. Um, we've got over 30 and we are about to have um, another 20 something go through the process. So, I mean, almost all half of our staff is certified and we do that as a service to our members um, completely free just so that we can help you reach those dreams, reach those goals. Um, so you can talk to somebody, help you out with that. Um, but I did want to mention since we were talking about security, when you're online, if you're online shopping, online banking, um, you know, we've talked about all different kinds of safety when we're talking about finances and personally and physically. But also when you're online, please be careful. Please, when you're shopping, if you're sharing any of your personal information, make sure you're doing that on secured websites, that it's backed by something that, you know, the Better Business Bureau and different things are backing it up. Um, when you are handling your finances, make sure it's something that is secure for sure. Centric just recently, and I love this, we um, introduced our two-factor authentication. Um, So it's even harder for anyone to access your information. Um, So you want to make sure anytime you're doing anything that it's got those kinds of protocols in place, that it's got that kind of security. Um, You don't want just all your information out there on the web being shared with whoever, and then that's how things go awry. So just wanted to share that with everyone, just that future warning if you're shopping on facebook or social media um, i know it's a quick and easy way but you know unless it's somebody you trust to know um, maybe avoid people that you don't know and there's not a secure website to back it up Um, but other than that i hope everyone has learned so much i hope you found some tips um, maybe gotten some encouragement to make plans and um, you know follow different things and communicate Um, thank you so much lauren for being here with us today thanks for having me
Thank you for listening to our podcast and tune back in next month for another episode of the Live Better podcast by Centric FCU. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And to ensure you never miss out on helpful tips, like us on Facebook at Centric Federal Credit Union and find us at MyCentric on Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube. You can find information about today's topic, our monthly blog, and more at MyCentric.org. Centric is federally insured by the NCUA.